0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2048. Five lessons I learned from my investment in Amazon stock by Mr. Finer of mrfiner.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. We're gonna get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Five lessons I learned from my investment in Amazon stock by Mr. Finer of mrfiner.com. Around 2011, I first became aware of Amazon. I had recently become an Amazon Prime member and I was impressed by Amazon's fast delivery and customer service. I wondered if I should invest in Amazon stock. Amazon, a very expensive stock. The prevailing opinion at the time was that Amazon, around $150 in 2011, was wildly overpriced. Some experts thought it would fall to $40 while some predicted it would go bankrupt. Pundits pointed to Amazon's lack of profitability and a high price earning, or P-E, ratio close to 100, whereas most other companies had a PE of 15 or 20. Walmart, the biggest retailer in the world, was getting serious about online sales. Walmart was massive, 400 billion in sales, compared to Amazon, 40 billion in sales. Experts forecasted that soon Walmart's online business would make Amazon irrelevant. I decided not to invest in Amazon. It felt too risky. As I watched from the sidelines, Amazon stock doubled from $150 in 2011 to $300 in 2012. Surely the experts were right, I thought. Maybe the stock will come down. And then I would buy it at a lower price. Changing my mind on Amazon. As I waited further, the stock kept climbing. The funny thing was, the negative articles about Amazon were still continuing in 2013. I started wondering if these so-called experts were really that smart. I wondered how many people had listened to these talking heads and missed out on buying Amazon. Also, I realized that folks had written off Amazon right from the start. I was able to find an article from way back in 1999. While waiting on the sidelines, I was also doing my own research. I became convinced that Amazon was not only a great company, it was also a great investment. So after dithering for more than two years, I finally decided to invest in Amazon. I wish I had started investing when the stock was at 150 but I guess better late than never. In addition to this realization, I also learned a few other lessons. Number one, exceptional companies always feel expensive. Looking back, there was never a chance that I would have been able to buy Amazon at a cheap price. Exceptional companies always seem overpriced. However, these are the companies that generate exceptional returns. It does feel reckless investing in companies like Amazon, but there's a way to take a chance on individual stocks without taking on substantial risk. I only invested a little bit of my money in Amazon, and I did it over several months. The largest portion of my investment was still in a diversified fund, VOO, so I was comfortable taking on higher risk with a tiny portion of my portfolio. Even if Amazon went bankrupt, it would not impact my overall portfolio much. I also had a long-term perspective, which helped me stay the course when the stock dropped 20% or 30%, which it did many times and still does to this day. Number two, visionaries are hard to come by. There are many great business leaders, but few who actually change the world. Visionaries are hard to come by, especially those who are also great at business. People like Bezos and Musk disrupt not just one, but multiple industries simultaneously. Given a choice, I would rather invest my money with them. Even if the investment goes to zero, at least I played my part in making the world better. Visionaries create an exceptional culture. Amazon is famous for its culture, like the two-pizza rule, one-way, two-way door concept, six-pagers, disagree and commit, relentless customer focus, day one mentality, etc. It's hard to overstate how big a competitive advantage culture can be. Number three, doing your own research matters. During 2011 to 2013, when I was waiting for Amazon stock to come down, which it never did, I kept studying the company. I understood its business, strengths, threats, competition, etc. I realized that visionary leadership and strong culture would enable this company to succeed well into the future. This helped me ultimately make up my mind to invest in Amazon. There's no substitute for doing your own research. Knowing why I'm investing in a company lets me ignore the so-called experts. It also helps me not to sell in a panic if the stock falls 20 or 30%. Number four biggest gains are made by not selling. What do you do when your stock doubles? How about when it triples or goes up 10 times? It's very difficult not to sell and book profits in these cases. What's the point of investing if you don't make money? However, I think the biggest gains are made by not selling. I didn't sell when Amazon went from 400 to 800, nor when it went to 1,000 or 2,000 it's almost impossible to sell high and buy again at a lower price. Now it's at 3,600 and I'm still not selling. There are only two scenarios when I would sell Amazon. One, when the reason for investing changes. And two, if it causes me to lose sleep because Amazon has become a large part of my overall portfolio. And number five, it's better to be lucky than good. Several things have to come together for an investment to work. If I had not become an Amazon Prime member in 2011, I would have not known firsthand how great Amazon is. Or if I had kept listening to the so-called experts, I would not have invested in Amazon. Or if I had sold when the stock doubled, I would have missed out on a much more significant gain in the future. Luck plays a big part in investing success as it does with any other success in life. Having a bit of humility is, I think, the biggest lesson of investing. You just listened to the post titled, Five Lessons I Learned from Investment in Amazon Stock by Mr. Finer of mrfiner.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable moneycom dot slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I don't buy individual stocks. Just reading this article stressed me out. I don't trust myself to choose which stocks are going to do well, so I just buy all of them in low-fee total market index funds. They aren't sexy, but they work, my friends. Now, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with stock picking. In fact, I've heard of investing clubs where members pick stocks together and share the burden of studying the various companies they're considering investing in. As someone who reads and talks about money every day, it might surprise you that I'm not interested in reading earnings reports and SEC filings all day long to inform my stock picking. I just don't want to work that hard when it comes to investing. I prefer a simple passive strategy of set it and forget it. Buy and hold. It may be possible to do very well with individual stock picking, but it would require a high interest level and time to study various company movements. If you're like me and you wanna learn a simple way to invest, my favorite book on the topic is called The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll be back here over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.